0: What is going on Z community? Welcome to the Personal Finance in Canada show. I am your host, Tamar Aziz. And today we're gonna be talking about the Lifelong Learning Plan. Brought to you by the RRSP, the Registered Retirement Savings Plan. The LLP or the Lifelong Learning Plan is actually very similar to what we discussed a couple of episodes ago. The Lifelong Learning Plan or the LLP is actually very similar to the HBP, which we discussed in episode 13. But rather than withdrawing money from your RRSP to use towards payment of a house, you're actually using the LLP to pay towards your tuition and other education expenses. Despite how similar both of these awesome plans can be, there are actually a couple of differences to keep in mind. First things first, to use the LLP, you have to be a Canadian resident that's enrolled in a program at school that runs for at least three months. The LLP also requires you to spend at least 10 hours a week on coursework. And don't ask me how they measure this, I have absolutely no idea. But basically how it works is that you have to fill out an RC-96 form for each withdrawal that you make out of your RRSP to use towards this LLP. You can withdraw a maximum of $10,000 for each year and a total of up to $20,000 for the entire duration of the LLP. You can use the LLP to pay for any education related costs, such as your tuition, books, and all that other good stuff that comes along with education. You just need to make sure that any of the withdrawals you plan to take out have been in the RRSP for a minimum of 90 days beforehand. Now look at the LLP as an interest-free loan from yourself. And the good thing about it is that you can use this LLP as many times as you want, but only after you've paid back the original amounts. Because we said that this is somewhat of a loan, you have to pay this amount back into your RRSP. But unlike the home buyer's plan, where you actually have to pay back that amount over 15 years, with the LLP, you have to pay it back over 10. Now, these payments usually start five years after your first withdrawal, assuming that you're a full-time student for at least three months. If not, then your grace period gets cut to two years after your first withdrawal. When you make these payments back into your rrsp you'll have to file a schedule 7 form which is used to tell the cra that you are designating a portion of this into your llp now z community are you finding value from this episode so far if you are be sure that you're sharing this with a friend and a family member and based on what platform you're listening from be sure you're following and subscribed to the podcast the same form is also used if you are putting contributions other than an llp deposit Let's look at an ultimate example to wrap this all up. You first file an RC-96 form for a withdrawal of $10,000 for that one year. So that's about a $20,000 withdrawal being your maximum limit. Fast forward three years from now and you've been at a university for about a year now. So it's time to pay your LLP back. Now, since you've basically loaned out $20,000, it needs to be paid back over 10 years. So because of this, let's do some simple maths you're going to be dividing $20,000 over 10 years which is simply $2,000 a year. This $2,000 a year is the minimum that you have to put back into your RRSP. Take an example of $5,000. You would have to fill out a Schedule 7 form and claim that you will be paying $2,000 to the LLP and 3,000 as a regular RRSP contribution. The LLP is pretty straightforward. If you do have any more questions, feel free to let us know in any of our social media platforms and share this with somebody that might find value from this episode as well anyways z community thank you for listening to the personal finance in canada show i am your host tamara aziz signing out peace